My name is Palomi, and you're listening to Ironhides. The clear day dawns over the mountains. The air is dry, and as the sun climbs above the ridges, it brings a brilliance to the green and gold of the mountainside. We see a group of four riders pick their way slowly through the rocky, narrow pass, and by the looks of it, they're not in much of a hurry. Their coats identify them immediately as dogs, wardens of the land, cursed or gifted, depending on how you look at it, to roam around and bring some sense of justice to the scattered settlements of this domain. Riding towards the front of the party is a grizzled-looking older gentleman by the name of John Wyatt Higgins. Michael Ben, can you tell me a little bit about Hig? Hig is a Hig is a wall. Hig is a, a box. He uh, has a has a has a strong mustache, uh, a, a hat on his head, uh, two eyes, a nose, um, burn scars on his forearms and hands, uh, big meaty paws. Uh, in general, uh, and a, and a, just a really banging, banging blue coat with a bunch of patches on it. And he's also he is astride the most beautiful horse you have ever seen. This is you know he was he was joking about he was joking about himself being beautiful, but his horse, small, compact, gray, gorgeous. Those are the words you think of when you see Tobias. Son of a son of a mule. Is it just a mule? For Clara's no, sake. No, he's a horse. He's he's a horse. He's the son of a son right. of a mule. He just ha- you know. That's I mean that's why he's so amazing. I'm I'm not I'm not gonna poke holes in any of anyone's fiction, listen. His mother his mother was a stallion. I, I am not allowed to say that his mother was a stallion, his grandmother was a stallion, his grandfather, hold on, son of a, that's father, son of a, okay, grandfather, his grandfather was a mule. It's not a big deal. Hig may or may not be incredibly delusional. We'll find out through the course of play. He's an unreliable narrator and it's charming. <laughs> Toby is a great horse. Look at this horse. He's a great horse. I mean, it- it is a nice horse. It just, I, I'm not buying the the mule bit. Is all I'm saying. So riding next to Hig is, uh, is Emmett Marlowe. Waffles, can you tell us a little bit about Emmett? Yeah, Emmett Marlowe is a twig of a man, uh, not quite as beautiful as Hig's horse, but still dashing in his own right. He's uh, blonde, has a scraggly like blonde beard that just like he tries to shave it away, but it just pops back up, and it's it's gross it's a gross beard he hates it i thought you meant the horse <laughs> on a scale from one to hicks horse how beautiful are you <laughs> i love that scale he's the son of a son of a mule <laughs> anyway um notable features um Blue eyes. He also has a nose, and it's in the right position on the face. So that he's got that going for him, at least. On his left arm, he has a series of tattoos of the phases of the moon. And other than that, he's he's a twig. 
Yep, he has a cat. It's a white cat. Um, he has two guns. Uh, one's uh, holstered behind his back, and the other one's at his hip. Uh, and he has a big old uh, blanket that he's using as a cloak. It's a patchwork of colors, mostly warm oranges and reds. Where does the cat, where does the cat ride? Perfect. Uh, on on my shoulders. <laughs> his name is Fleabag. <laughs> That's great. He doesn't actually have any fleas. It's a power move. But, you know, he did at one point. Now, Emmett, I, I don't I don't have anything particular against furs, but but a cat seems to be a, Oh god, it moved. I swear I I thought this whole time that that was 100% real. No, no, cats move. That's a th- so on the other side of Hig, it, Zadie is right. Uh, Tell Zadie, me a little bit about Zadie. Uh, much like her brother, is sort of a twig of a thing. Uh, a little bit lankier than her brother. Uh, also has blonde hair that uh, she has currently tied back in sort of a messy bun at the nape of her neck. Um, has blue eyes and then uh, freckles all along uh, her nose and her cheeks and uh, down her neck. Uh, she... Uh, is riding a horse that is uh, definitely not a son of a son of a mule, uh, but is fairly standard. Uh, <laughs> and um, and alongside the horse um, is uh, Zadie's dog, full-grown uh, hound dog-looking dog. I don't know the exact brand. <laughs> the exact <laughs> brand of the dog is unclear. <laughs> <laughs> the exact brand of the dog is unknown, but uh, like I think I'm picturing like a uh, coonhoundy demon- type. Yeah, I'm picturing coonhound too. Like it's either a coonhound or just like a straight up mutt. Is what Demon Trap is. Tell me a little about about Zadie's coat. Uh, Zadie's uh, coat is actually more of a vester. Uh, she, it used to be a coat, but she's uh, cut the sleeves off herself, um, and it is a really deep. Uh, Almost black shade of purple. Interesting. I know that you went with the spooky playbook for her. What about her her visage, her countenance is so spooky? Uh, so what's so spooky about uh, Zadie in particular is, well, her brother has like, I like I picture that when Emmett focuses on someone, you can like tell that he's like talking to you and it's uh, his eyes are nice vibrant blue and then Zadie's they're like barely even tinted blue it's like very very close to gray and she has like almost a thousand mile stare <laughs> at any moment she's looking at, at any looking moment in time <laughs> yeah cool looks like she's more looking f- through you than anything excellent um we'll get to that in a second <laughs> um Minna, can you tell me a little bit about Inez? Inez has dark hair and dark eyes, and she looks very confident riding her horse. Um, She definitely wears sort of a a long, single-breasted coat, and you can kind of see peaks of color on the lining, but it mostly looks like a plain brownish coat. Um... She definitely wears, like, a gun holstered at her side. And I think she's just kind of listening to them and kind of smiling for now. Not much of a talker. Got it. <laughs> well, it's not that she's not a talker. It's, I think it might be that this is, this is, like, a relatively new group, right? 
Yeah. Yeah. So she might still be, like, getting the measure of them. So, uh, uh, Inez and I, Inez and I, maybe you and I met up, mm, about a week back, and we met up with the, y'all twins? No, my brother's older. We met up with the twins just a couple of days <laughs> ago. So, y- you and I are old friends, <laughs> and these two, these two are newbies. I think Inez is simultaneously, uh, charmed and worried that Hick already calls them old friends. <laughs> We are we are some of the oldest friends that I have. Bless. So, like I was saying, for the past couple of days, you've been riding through some pretty rough mountainous terrain, uh, and as the dawn is breaking over the peaks, uh, you're you're cresting a hill, and you're finally starting to see the slope downwards into more of a valley. Um, as you're riding down into that valley, because it just feels right. It's probably around noontime when this is happening. Um, there's not a cloud in the sky, yet lo and behold, as you're looking at the town, there's there's a church spire kind of at the center of town, and it is struck by lightning, and it goes up in flame, and the surrounding buildings sort of start to go up in flame, too. Oh, son of a what gun! You- yeah! Well, I guess I'll follow after, but I'm more used to setting fires than putting them out. Don't say that. That's That's not good. Don't say that. Let's go. We better go see if anyone's hurt. And also put out the fire. Uh, that well, too. Yeah, that too. It doesn't take you long to make your way down the path and across the valley floor. But by the time you reach the town proper, several buildings have already burned to ash. As you arrive, the townsfolk are in chaos, running every which way, trying to do what they can to mitigate the damage. You guys going to roll up your sleeves and pitch in? Yeah, I think Inez leaps off her horse and goes to start helping. Alright, so Inez is jumping off of her horse and she is going to start pitching it on the fire. To me, that sounds like an act under pressure. Okie doke. Uh, oh shit, I need to get the basic moves open apparently. (laughs) Is this cool? This is off cool, right? Uh, yes, it is off cool. And it's under resources, the move list. Uh, that's a five, so I failed that off the mark. Awesome. Right off the bat. Right off the bat. Right out the gate. <laughs> so, Mark, uh, gosh. Mark XP. Yep, Mark XP. Uh, whew. Okay. I mean, I definitely think, like, what the way this works is that Inez jumps off her horse, she kind of runs into the fray, and as she's running past sort of a dilapidated building, it, it just comes crashing down um, and belches out big ol' bit of fire through the door, and I think you get a little bit singed by it, like the, the tails of your coat are caught. Oh, Lord, she's on fire! I, t- I, t- uh, I Hig immediately Hig takes off his coat and immediately throws it around her. And starts uh, smacking. So, Hag, you are putting. You're putting. The- you are immediate. If she's caught, she is immediately bowled over by a a, a, a flying pig <laughs> to knock her free of the the trap fire. And he is he is smacking her vigorously with his coat. I love this. Amazing. I, I'm fine. I'm fine. Look. Oh. Go. Go help. The immediate he he says he says you're fine you're not on fire and he turns around and immediately starts smacking the the place that was on the small part of the building that fell over with his coat. <laughs> All right, <laughs> Zadie and Emmett, what are you up to? 
personally, what I would like to do is uh, use my sight to see if there are any kind of ulterior forces at work. Interesting. That sounds like a playbook move. Yeah, it is my move the sight. Uh, I can see the invisible, uh, especially spirits and magical influences, uh, and I can commune with them. Uh, if I can see them, and they give you opportunities to spot clues and stuff. Definitely. Roll roll me that beautiful bean footage. Yeah. <laughs> I'm guessing that's going to be weird. Yeah, that makes sense. Nine. So, uh, that, that was a success, but there are going to be some consequences. We'll, we'll start out small, and I think the consequence here is that this is, this is giving you a little bit of a migraine while you're kind of searching the town for, uh, for for whatever it is you're searching for. Uh, but the information that you do glean is, uh, obviously, this was not a natural fire. Uh, this, this was a very significant type of fire. And there aren't, they're not congregating anywhere, but you can definitely feel that uh, there are presences around and they are unhappy. Um, and it is it is directed towards something or someone inside the church, which is a, an ashen black structure, but somehow it's still standing. All right, I'm running into the church. I mean, what could go wrong? That's a move I have. Indeed. What could go wrong? Uh, roll, is that a move that you have to roll for? Uh, no, whenever I charge immediately into danger without hedging my bets, I take two hold, which I can spend to do things. Okay, cool. So the kind of church that this used to be, it is not anymore because, I mean, if anyone tries to go into this church, I'm pretty sure it'd just fall apart at this point. Um, but it's it's the kind that's that's real simple. It's just one room uh, after a sort of a, a ante room. And then the spire is at the front of the church, and that's also where the bell tower is. Um, and when you throw the doors open, they kind of like f- fall off the hinges unceremoniously and... and kick up a lot of ash so when the ash clears uh you see a man perfectly spread eagle head facing north just lying on the ground dead and you can see on his chest lapel situation he's got a little sheriff's badge well shit (laughs) uh back to inez and hig with the fire As far as hig is he is old at it putting out fires he feels good about this he's good like we have in the in that amount of time, Hig would have had a. Uh, I don't know if these fools have a a uh, what's the word? What's the word for the chain of people? Fire chain? What's the word for a fireman's chain? A fireman's chain? Is that really what it's called? I I, I think, think it so. Is. Like yeah. a bucket right. chain. A yeah, bucket a bucket, bucket, a bucket chain. chain. Yeah. If if we didn't if they didn't have a bucket chain in the hour that it took me to ride here. Okay, all right, all right. So I think what what's happening is that people are just running helter-skelter from the well trying to put out fires all willy-nilly. Uh, there is yeah. no bucket chain. Yeah, all right. I can't believe it. it's not. I, it's disgusting to me that you hadn't put it together, but bucket chain. Clarify for me, are you just like grabbing people and yelling at them to get into a bucket chain, or how is this working? Uh, I'm Yes, except that Hig is pretty good at figuring out, I'm deciding right now, uh, who is who is uh, a little bit more distraught and needs to be left alone? Who is distraught and needs something to do? And who is not distraught and maybe is the killer? <laughs> Excellent. All right. So so I- he's putting together a bucket chain and he's looking them square in the eye and he's thinking, "Did you do this? Did you call lightning down upon that church? 
No? Then you, sir, grab a bucket and you stand next to Florence over there. <laughs> Pretty soon, there is a, a chain of people mildly terrified of Hig, uh, trying to trying to get well water to the buildings that remain to be uh, to be put out, extinguished, etc. Um, what's Inez doing? My my thought is that she's just kind of rolled up her sleeves and she's helping with that and like helping kind of keep everyone else calm. Gotcha. Um, so <laughs> I, I'm totally imagining Hank looking into the eyes of someone who is too distraught and then just like shoving them in a general other direction. And that direction happens to be where Ines is. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And it's, I, I took, I took, what's your, what's your name, son? Jeremy. Jeremy. Jeremy, you look what, about mm, 17 years old? I'm five. <laughs> Perfectly old enough for me to have a romantic subplot here. I'm going to throw well, you into Florence. I'm going to, you're, you're Florence, the woman that you've been in love with for the last three years, but never been brave enough to talk to. Now's your moment, Jeremy. And Jeremy, the 17 year old Jeremy, um, is shoved. And Florence is the young woman who's pulling up water from the well. She's doing it over hand over hand. And like her muscles are really rippling as she's doing this. She's got strong shoulders as she's pulling them up. And, and Jeremy finally is just taking the bucket from her and he's passing it along. And he's really, you know, I just like, finally I'm watching Jeremy come into his own and a part you know, it's, it's a hell, it's a hell of a scene, but, but, <laughs> but Hig, Hig can't help but smile at, at seeing that 17 year old, not a five year old. What the hell are you doing? Palomi, Jeremy. <laughs> You're right. I'm sorry. <laughs> Jeremy is definitely 17 years old. His voice just also, hasn't dropped yet. Also, Hig, Hig ain't going to get a five-year-old in the middle of a fire to get on the bucket chain. <laughs> Hig's going to find the, the five-year-old's mother, who happens to be Florence. Florence is a single mother. Boom. <laughs> well, not invested. <laughs> We're never going to see these people ever again. Florence is 22 <laughs> years old, single mother of Jer uh, 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 <gasps> Jimmy. Jimmy, age five. Jeremy falling in love with her, but he thinks that he's too young and she's too old, but it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay, Jeremy. You just get All right, there. so anyway, <laughs> um, uh, Zadie, you nightmare eyes, and now you have a migraine and your nose is bleeding. Uh, Emmett, you have a dead sheriff in front of your face. What are you oh, doing? It sounds Ethan? like I need to investigate a mystery. I'm real bad at investigating mysteries. Oh, good. Uh, Very I mostly good. solved them with violence. Excellent. Uh, <laughs> So I rolled a uh, a six, which is less than a seven in a Powered by the Apocalypse game. It, it sure and is. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's a sheriff, I assume. I mean, it could be anybody. They could have just stuck a star on whoever because it's really just a burnt corpse and a star. It really is. Um, <laughs> I'm going to walk around the ashes of this church for a, for a hot second before, uh, before deciding that there's nothing of any value here and leaving. Mm, all right. So I think it takes maybe another... 30 45 minutes of hard work but the fires are all finally out and everyone has managed to save a good chunk of the town we're gonna say that this is a small town so let's like 50 percent of it has just gone up in smoke and that is not great news uh, is the pub still here you mean the saloon uh you know what let's roll call odds or evens evens not in beat rock evens in favor of the pub Everything is odd, so yes. Oh I'm... fuck! <laughs> ain't Pub's that just gone. ain't that just the way? So I'm I'm gonna walk outside and yell, "Sheriff's dead!" I think Inez pushes her hat back and stares at Emmett. Sheriff's dead. 
I mean, I didn't do I, I didn't do it. No, but like, you didn't he, shoot the he sheriff. He was in the church. <laughs> I think a couple of people kind of look at you when you say sheriff's dead and then look away whenever you say you didn't do it. <laughs> I mean, you would have heard if I did. I mean, is he in one piece? I mean, yes. Like, like a burnt piece. You know, like when you leave the bacon on and then like... I, I don't need that kind of detail right now. Are we gonna just leave him in there? Can I can I go in and see what's going on with the sheriff? Yeah, I'd like to follow. <laughs> Absolutely. Hig, do you want to follow as well, or are you gonna do something else? Hig Hig is is nodding approvingly at the remains of his bucket chain uh, as they scatter, and uh, Jeremy and Florence go off to have a conversation. I'm I'm. I'd like to walk up to Hig. If I if I spot Emmett walking up, I'm gonna I'm gonna turn off from Inez. I said I'll be there in a minute, Inez. As they go in the church, I'm gonna be like, all right, so the pub burnt down, but if the alcohol was sealed, it might still be safe. Yeah, it'd be it's what yes, the pub. I don't. What's the actual the word? I think the saloon. Thank <laughs> thank God. Right, it's, it's, some, it's some English stuff. Hey, so anyway, you called it a pub back there, and I know that, that things were a little bit chaotic, but please don't use that kind of language around me. <laughs> Old habits. All right, anyway, so, the yeah, saloon. No, hey, Emmett, you need a drink, brother. You go get a drink. Uh, it's going to be fine. Make sure you find the bartender and, uh, and, and I don't know, toss him a coin or something, because on account of they just... Please, Michael Van, leave the bartender alone. They just left their, I was about to say toss them a coin, because they just lost their entire livelihood, and maybe they could use a little something, but geez louise, I was trying to turn it, I was trying to turn a selfish act into a selfless one, for the love of God. Alright, well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and look in my gear, I, I got a list of things that I have on me, and they include two revolvers, one's busted, one's nice, uh, and uh, no coin whatsoever, so I'm just gonna take the bottle. And I walk off. <laughs> okay, hey, if you find anything that's over a um, hundred proof, I think that's okay. Antiseptic, so just bring that for me. We got a lot. We got a lot of injured people because that's what fires do. They don't make you sick; they injure you. <laughs> Unless yeah. you get smoke well, inhalation. <laughs> well, Palomi, they do actually make you sick, but not for a few weeks. So anyway, hey guys, let's go get some, go get me some antiseptic. Drink, drink the, the lighter stuff. Uh, actually, Wait, that's uh, a really good question. Uh, hey, there's a, there's just been a town fire. What is, what is the general countenance of our boy? I mean, if we're, if we're being honest here, it is unfair the number of times that Hig has walked into a town and immediately it caught fire. <laughs> You could say Hig is a kind of an omen. I don't think that that's actually fair to say at all. And definitely it's not a thing that he says to himself when he cannot sleep. Ouch. It's not, it's, it's not a thing that he worries about every night. Not cool, Palomi. Anyway, hey y'all. Uh, the burns are not good, but uh, I'm sure everybody's going to be fine. Uh, Hig puts his, puts his arm around Emmett and he says... Uh, Here's the thing. The only way we'll know is if we taste it. Is Emmett taller than Hig? Yes. Yes, absolutely. Oh, definitely. Like, like there's that awkward, like, bent at a 45 degree angle, arm over shoulder. <laughs> Just... <laughs> so, 
So Inez and Zadie are going to do some actual police well, the other work. Two yes. are going to Listen, I already investigated <laughs> and I found Saving nothing. Saving so. lives. Saving lives. Saving lives. All right. So, Zadie, you want to take the first crack? Cool. That's a five. Hey! I just rolled an 11. Nay! <laughs> so it's like Zadie bends down and is like, well, he's definitely dead. <laughs> Uh, so I think when Zadie bends down, uh, she the, that migraine that you had it starts to get worse, and you feel a little bit dizzy. I think you're gonna need to you need to sit down, and take a rest for a second. Yeah, I'm gonna take a sit down right here. I think Inez looks at her worriedly, then goes to check out the sheriff. All right, ask me your questions. Uh, so on a ten plus, I hold two, and I can spend a hold to ask the keeper one of the questions. Uh. What happened here? So, from what you can tell, the bolt of lightning that you saw hit the spire, or at least it looked like it hit the spire from the outside, but kind of investigating here, you see sort of a a blast area uh, that the sheriff is right on top of. It's it's almost as if the lightning struck him in the heart um, and struck him dead. Okay, let me look at the other questions really quick. Um, if you feel like you need to ask a different question, you can. The, the questions here aren't necessarily uh, helping me out. So I think <laughs> the the way that this game seems to go is is you kind of you bring something to it. You tell it. You say you know, I use my schooling or whatever from the arcane or whatnot and you know then we point to the thing that that lines up with so i'm just curious how you would inez would you know about what what do you know about arcane monsters and things your immediate thought was creature and i think that's very interesting and i'm wondering why inez thinks her first thought isn't isn't like oh he's got a he's got a iron heart that lightning strikes, he's got... No, it's an actual beast or something. There's that... two answers to that. The first answer is out of character, and that's that literally one of the questions I'm able to ask with this move is what sort of creature is it? But I think also Inez grew up on stories of, like... Grew up on, like, myths of, like, things out in the wild. So we're back around the fire a couple nights ago having this conversation, I assume. Your pa knew about this kind of stuff, is what you're saying. I mean, he knew the old stories, the same stories anyone knows. I mean, not not everyone tells them back home. Some of them, some of them, they they don't think they're it's right to tell them. They're afraid of what's out there. Um, well, Inez, as you are my oldest friend, I feel right to tell you that not everyone grows up on stories of monsters that can do awful things. And and you said you said ain't quite human, ain't quite gods, and that's a that's a hell of a sentence. And I, I don't know. In the future, I may not start a... I asked, I asked, so tell me about your family. And you said all that stuff you just said. <laughs> I think it slowly came around to that when Hig asked about... Or, like, when they were talking <laughs> about, like... And he just wasn't paying attention. Oh, no, you, ju- you just jumped right into it. I was here. Uh, you just... You- Gods and demons. I'm pretty sure that's how it happened. So I think what happened is that somebody I mean, asked well, where her mom was. The moon did move a whole lot in that time. That's weird. Okay, so maybe a little bit of time passed, but I'm listening. I'm listening. I definitely was listening when you said not quite human, not quite God. I mean, 
you you never heard strange stories out here? Oh well, yeah, but I I I, I didn't grow. I didn't really think about. It didn't occur to me that people grew up in places where that kind of stuff happened. Well, no, nobody grows up in a place where that happens. Y'all, wait, y'all didn't grow up where? Uh, all right, never mind. I think we grew up different places. We did grow up different places. Yeah, we definitely did. Yeah. Well, I'm definitely gonna want to hear. I'm definitely gonna want to hear that story. Oh no, you don't. Uh, there is nothing wrong with this story at all, and has nothing to do with why we're here. Uh, yep. Fair enough. It's a happy story that ends happily, and uh, good night. That, that makes sense to me. Okay, well, I'll I'll watch the fire again. God, ugh. And then we cut back forward to uh, the present. And again, you're looking at this body, and you think, what kind of thing did this? To answer that question, I feel like you can ascertain that it isn't so much a creature that did this, that uh, likely... The land saw fit to strike this man down, and so that's exactly what happened. Does Sadie bring up that she's seen something? Uh, so, I have a question to this yeah. regard. Uh, so, the sheriff was already dead when we got here. So, those the things that I saw, they still wanted someone dead even when the sheriff was dead. Yeah. Okay, yeah, alright, that makes sense. I just wanted to make sure I had it in the right way. Yeah, so. the, the the man was already dead. The man died the moment lightning struck him. Uh, but these presences mm-hmm. are, they continue to sort of float. Uh, they're they're rampant. They're angry. They're, they're still upset. Want death. They're upsetty spaghetti. Yeah. So whatever did this to this man, it ain't gonna stop. How how do you know that? Things are still angry out there. They're angry. They feel like things we can talk to? More or less, if you know the right words to say in the proper timing. Do you know the right words and the right timing? Well, of course I do. And she gives a really creepy smile. <laughs>